first up, actually. Yep. Uh, I think Andy, because you, you punch your your uh, lights out, you know, you got to get some of these. <laughs> oh, you got them, dude. <laughs> oh, I got to get some of those, son. Yeah, you got to wear those, bro. What do you yeah, got, dude? That's, 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 son. that's what that's what I'm wearing for the the episode today, oh, right, yeah, right yeah. now. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, hang on. I don't know if I like the white ones here. Maybe I maybe I like the yellow ones here. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, hey, I like that, dude. I like that. Plug, dude. Wait, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hey, wait, one more, one more. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got the photo. Hello, welcome to Bolt Bros. We're the podcast where we talk about the Los Angeles Chargers and their opponents. My name's James. I'm here with my two bros, Kyle and Andy. Let's get into it. Bolt Bros. Let's go. Let's go. Bolt Bros. Let's go. Bolt Bros. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, so today's episode, um, we're going to be talking about players that have met with the Chargers after the combine. So this is meetings with them, virtual meetings, private workouts and such. Um, we have a few, few th- thoughts to talk about these players today that they've met with so far. We also have, uh, actually just to announce to you guys, we have a podcast live for the first round draft on the 28th. Yes. So um that's going to be pretty fun to be able to engage with you guys and Mm -hmm. some of our followers here um on top of that we're currently uploading videos on players that could be our first round pick on our our social media so youtube instagram tiktok so keep an eye out for that follow us on those socials and uh so you guys can learn a little bit more about some of these draft picks that could drop to us in the first round so uh but let's get back to the subject of what we're here to talk about the players that the Chargers have talked with about after the combine. Hey, uh, Andy, are, are you okay though? What's going on with your eye there, right there? Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I got, I got punched in the eye, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm an active individual, bro. Yeah. No big deal. Was it, was it a escape gorilla from the zoo or something? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> well, hey, you, you need, you, you need some. Uh, are you using some newt? Is that what was that stuff <laughs> from Robocop? Uh, nuke. 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 <laughs> I got the nuke. nuke. Well, you know what? Yeah, you, but you need. You need some eye protection. Here you go. I got something oh, good for you right there. Oh, oh yeah. Bull Bros, man. What's up, yo? Bull Bros, shit. Oh, wow. Woo. Where did we get that gear from there, Kyle? What's up hey, with that? You know what? Well, hold, hold on a sec. I got to I gotta see a little bit better. Hang on a sec here. Oh, I got shoot. The, oh, I got yellow. Got the yellow. Hey, oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You, not, you don't like the yellow ribs? Okay, so I, that's so cool. I got you. I got, I got the. The powder blue, blue rims. Powder blue, right, baby. In the sporting goods section, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could match whatever jersey you're rocking with with the right. shades, dude. Right. You know, they, they got they got the white pants on. You got the white shades on. They got the hey, yellow, yo. yellow pants. You got the yellow shades. You know, I got you, baby. Oh, I like it. I like it. I like it. You yeah, got, you got, you got, you got, you got the shades on. All right, there we go. Yeah. Look at uh, that, dude. But yeah, no. Yeah. So we uh, I, I, we got some merch now. Like you can get them on Zazzle, um, like, and we'll drop the link down below. Uh, and also we'll put it on our master link at a uh, you know beacons.ai slash bolt bros. Uh, but you know what? I was even thinking, you know, we can have a little bit of a getaway, a giveaway here. I got a whole bunch, a box full of these things right now. You know, we get like a thousand, we get a thousand likes. You know what? Like you know, whoever likes this. You know, this video and subscribes we'll uh we'll give them out there you know we'll and hook uh, you up. we'll hook you up and like we'll also do the same thing giveaway for instagram and tiktok 
yeah, that's about it. That's that's our that's our thing. <laughs> yeah. So I like it. I like that shameless plug. plug. I like that shameless yeah. plug. Right. <laughs> hey, I I I tripping. I tripping. I think I'm. I, I think like I'm gonna stick with. I think I'm gonna stick with the blues. Actually, hey, you, you, you look good. Like, yeah, yeah. Stick with the blues. Blues good with your shirt, dude. Looks yeah, good with your shirt. Yeah. Well, well, we are we are going to talk about a pl- bunch of players that might be so bright that we need some shades because they are shining. Yeah, oh, for sure. Picked. I wish, I, wish I could players. reach through and give this to you, bros, right now. There you Hook go. it up. Hook it there up. There you go. There you go. One for you too, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, like whatever. It. We're just goofing off. Yeah. So. Yeah. Goofing. Yeah. Goofing. yeah I'll get you guys. I'll get hit you. Hit you guys up with a, a case too, though. So. Oh show. Okay. Oh, show. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about some of these players that we have uh, met with. Um, you know, I'm going to kind of start out with some of the bigger players, obviously, because those right. are the guys that everybody's creating right. all this buzz from. But, you know, obviously Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU. You know, that was an interesting one because he met with Staley. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yep. Staley yep. had conversation with him, kind of gave him some tips and everything. I, I think this is one of the first uh, meetings that I've heard. And this was at LSU that uh, Brandon Staley was there uh, kind of having hands on with him and everything like that. So that's kind of a wild idea to think that he could even fall for us at 17. I mean, what would that mean to the defense adding a piece like that to our defense? Oh, Molly. Yeah. You know, I I think insanity. My only, my only question though is, is do we really need another cornerback? Right? Like, I mean, you know, and I do know that the Chargers have gotten a little bit maybe jaded on Michael Davis, right? He's got a pretty big contract. You let him go. You can get some more youth, you know, as a third cornerback. But I don't know, man. I kind of look at him and go, okay, it makes sense. And I do know that, like, obviously in uh, Brandon's defense, cornerbacks are a premium, right? They're very important in the way that he manages it. So I can understand the conversation of getting a guy like Stingley, but – I don't know. I, I just look at a, a a right tackle or a defensive lineman as being a more important need right out of the gate. But, you know, again, guys, this is what's so interesting about the draft. You just never know how it's going to play out, right? We could trade up, we could trade down. All these different scenarios are in play right now. So especially where we sit at 17, I think anything could really happen. Mm-hmm. Well, and the crazy thing about it is, is like, you know, adding a piece like that, does that put Michael Davis at like cornerback four for us? Yeah, you know, I mean, it would. that's the crazy side of it you throw him that adds a depth piece to the whole cornerback squad yep i mean who knows i mean what's crazy too is that uh, charles davis had on uh, nfl.com his uh, recent uh, mock draft and he says that we're going to get charles cross at 17 and i'm like whoa yep. like yep <laughs> holy moly that'd be that would insanity. be incredible yeah, yeah. if we had yep. him as a right tackle oh my gosh yeah. our line is all pro at that point like exactly ridiculous but who knows i mean brandon staley seems to really like cornerbacks and who knows who knows who yeah. knows what's gonna happen the pick 17 is such a crap shoot so who knows yeah. but well yeah see, see that's the thing though too you know because uh pff they rank stingley as a top three uh cornerback for the the draft and i mean Really, they're banking off of his 2019 performance because um, sure. like, apparently he was a you know he was a pretty much a lockdown cornerback over there um, yeah. when he was playing because that was about a 41% completion percentage versus him uh, during that time. Yeah. Um, so he was able to like really just shut down like those receivers like by you know 
phenomenally. But then, unfortunately, he got a little injured, and then, of course, COVID happened. Yeah. Um, which the interesting thing about that, when I'm look, doing the research on all this stuff, is that, like, the reason why this is such a deep draft <clears throat> is because we have a lot of players that were, you know, seniors, like, in 2020, but they stayed another year for 2021. Yeah, so, true. like, there's a lot more players available. So, I mean, at the end of the day, there's also going to be a ton more players undrafted that are going to be freaking hidden gems as well. Very yeah, nice. Absolutely. Yes, exactly right. And that's why they—that's why they need to do due diligence on this for sure. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I think. Um, I think it really will be interesting to see how it plays out. I—I kind of like the scenario of trading down and having maybe two second-round picks. Yeah. Um, but you got to wonder. I mean, you got, I, it'll be really interesting to see how it plays out. I, I, I'm, guys, again, one little shameless plug, right? We are doing a live first round draft, so definitely yep. check it out. It, it should be a lot of fun. You know, all, all teams, we want people there. We're going to be watching for everybody. We'll be really interested to see what everyone wants to, you know, see their team do. And let's have conversations about other people's teams as well, right? I mean, the NFL is very important. So, yeah. um, you know, we want to have conversations with all fans. Absolutely. Absolutely. Andy, did you see any other players that kind of are those higher end prospects, those buzz players that, uh, yeah. you know, some of Charger fans keep talking about? I mean, what, what are some of the guys that we met with? Yeah, Matt Arise is interesting. And I, it's funny <laughs> because, man, you know, he's a kicker from San Diego State. That guy just has a leg, you know, but the funny thing is, like, I, you know, I, 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 I mean, I was I saw a mark draft. Someone said he might go third or fourth. I'm like, what? For a kicker? Yeah. But. I understand yeah. the conversation, right? I remember Pat McAfee making a comment. Um, was this like uh, two weeks ago? Maybe he made a comment about you're only going to pick a kicker, a really good kicker, punter, if you have a good defense. Because what's the yeah, point? Right. What's the point of flipping the field if your defense is bad, right? Because you're not going to stop the other offense anyways. You may as well just hold the ball and keep going. Yeah. And I think that's really what we saw a lot last year. That's why we went on fourth down so much last year because our defense was. We had holes in it all over the place, right? right? So, yeah. but again, you get someone like Matt Ariza, he's an actual, he's an actual weapon, right? Yeah. He can pin the ball. He's got extreme, you know, extreme leg. Hang time is ridiculous. I mean, do we use a third round pick? Nah, I think that's a bit much. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think, you know, fourth at most, maybe a fifth. I just, I don't know. You know, kickers are. Yeah, they're great, but you know we we already got good kickers as well too, right? You know he's is he that much better than what we already have now? That's that's yeah. the way I look at, it. right, right. And that's the thing that I kind of look at is I, I do feel like the Chargers are building to have more veterans in positions, not mm -hmm. exactly right. positions. Yes, and right. so that's why we went after J.K. Scott and we got yep. him, yep. a reliable guy, younger leg. Yep. Um, yep. We have Dustin Hopkins who did fine for us for kicking field goals. That's it correct. just seems like it would be a really odd pick for us to pick up. Yeah, at, at this point now, for sure. Like, I mean, I it would be a really strange thing for us to get him. Yeah, um, yeah, agreed. Really, agreed. really odd. I, I mean, would we do it? Sure, I guess, but I don't see the point, right? I mean, if he happens mm -hmm. to slide to fifth or sixth, I can see them saying, "All right, let's 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 get this guy," you yep. know. But. I don't know, you know, yeah. anyways. Yeah. So that's like kind of my one. thought on him. I know a lot of people are high on him. I think a lot of people really like him, but I don't know. Yep. So Very late round one. picks is my thought. Yeah. So, yep. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, anybody else that you saw at all? That's uh, kind of a high up kind of pick that people have been chatting about. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I noticed that they looked at Greg Dolkich. Is, is that how you say it? Dolcich? Dolich. Kick? Dolich. Dolich, yeah, Dolich, Dolich, <laughs> Dolich, yeah, from UCLA. Dolich, yeah. yep. 
So the sea is silent. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, because it, it's D-U-L-C-I-C-H. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Um, well, yeah. So, I mean, I, I looked a little bit into him. Um, and, yeah, so like, and so PFF ranks him about 98th overall. Yeah. Um, so that's probably, you know, top of the third round, I would say. Um, but, yeah, like, I mean, it's, so it's a tight end. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting um, that they looked at him. Uh, I mean, cool thing is he's a local boy. Uh, you know, yep. UC, went, went to UCLA. Yep. Uh, pretty pretty decent stats for, um, you know, for a tight end. You know, he's got a, he's, he's 6'4", uh, 243 pounds. So he's definitely got some, like, you know, good size to him. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, he puts out some solid numbers, um, and obviously like a lot of things that he can do to like improve the tight end position or, and, yeah. and in the pros level, he can actually do a lot more. Um, I don't know, you know, like, I yeah. feel like he's, uh, he's kind of an athlete that, you know, could still produce better if he lost a little bit of weight, maybe, I don't know. Um, and then, so that way he could just play as wide receiver as opposed to, um, you know, a tight end. At least that's what PFF is actually saying is that they feel like that, you know, he could probably do just as well as a receiver uh, as opposed to a tight end. And, and then he'd be able to get some good blocks in as a wide receiver as well. So, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Well, the interesting yeah. thing is that this is the second time the charges have met with him. So, and I don't know if it's basically, maybe they're just kind of focusing on local talent or whatnot, but sure. we, we seem to be kind of favoring a lot of UCLA kind of guys for some reason and meeting with them. So, and I don't know if it's because we have similar colors or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, local boy. I like about it too. Yeah, yeah. Local boy. Local boy. I mean, I don't yeah, know why they're not looking at USC players more than anything too, but, uh, well, cause USC sucks right now. Oh, That's there crazy. you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is an interesting thing that they're looking at him. I mean, when we have Gerald Everett who just signed, who, you know, if you look at Greg's, like stats and saying like, Hey, he's got good hands. He could get some yak. That's one thing that Gerald Everett that I really liked about him exactly. is that he tries to get that extra effort after the catch. So, I mean, it's weird that they would even look at somebody like that after signing Gerald Everett. I mean, I, I would assume that the, the tight end position is pretty solidified at this point. So yeah, we got Parham as well too. Yeah. I mean, and and at the end of the day, still, it's like, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, we, we got Parham. We got, we, we got plenty of players. Right. And I, but right. again, I think this is kind of a unique position for the Chargers, right? Because I think we have one or two positions that we really need to have filled. Yep. And then the rest is just depth, right? Right. We got we got 10 picks, and, you know, again, we're talking more about depth. I mean, this is deep deep in the cuts, right? It'll be interesting yep. to see where they play out. It would be really interesting to see how many of these people that actually visited with the Chargers actually are picked exactly. by the Chargers. Yeah. So. And that's also why we're highlighting it. But I mean, he's a good guy, right? Obviously, there's some things he needs to work on. I think he can improve, and and you know, I think that's a good thing. But um, yep. one guy that uh, that I liked, well, I remember him talking about uh, Sean Jolly from Appalachian State, cornerback, mm. another cornerback. Yeah. And it's funny to me, and I'm like, man, how many damn cornerbacks do we need at this point, right? <laughs> I mean, like, right? I mean, they are literally. But I but I understand what they're doing, right? They're trying to get taller guys. Um, I mean, of course, he's actually pretty shorter. He's only 175, yeah. five foot nine. Yeah. Um, but he's a lot like a Sante Samuel. He really will be a day three pick. He'll he'll be deep in the cuts. He'll be there for depth. Probably play special teams initially. But sure. You know, again, smaller school. But again, he's somebody that can step in for depth. 
or maybe nickel packages, you know, very heavy, you know, defensive packages, he could come in and, and, and do better, right? I mean, yeah. again, you know, Staley's defense needs good players out there. And yeah. we, when we don't have depth, you know, we struggle, right? Oh. True. Well, yeah. You always point at one game, and I always point at the Texan game. I think we talk yep. about that dang near every episode. I mean, that was exactly right. a blatant showing of how bad our depth is. And that's exactly correct. And I mean, once again, Brandon Staley's looking at cornerbacks and wants more cornerbacks. And, yep. you know, like this guy is not going to be a first round pick. Now, I mean, no. a lot of the players no. that we're going to talk about from this point on are kind of like late round, possibly undrafted yep. guys. Or sure. fifth. Yes. And these are the guys that the Chargers have met with, had a, you know, private, private workout with, met virtually yep. with. Um, at pro days kind of thing. So exactly. Who knows? I mean, you got to look at guys like JC Jackson was an undrafted dude. Well, yep. we all know how well he played as a player over time. Like, yeah. I mean, in the rough here, oh, yeah. you know, that's what we're digging through. And that's what I think Staley's just looking at here. And, and, and every co coach and GM does the same type of thing. They, they want to do their due diligence on any players that think that could be a great system fit. So yeah, and, uh, and a lot of these guys also play a couple of different things too, where they're like playing mm -hmm. special teams as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're depth for a lot of different, you know, definitely portions utility of, players. You know, exactly for correct. A whole right. bunch of di yeah. different positions for sure. Exactly. Right. So, so that's something to definitely talk about for sure, right? So, so it's really interesting. So, yeah, yeah, I like him. I think I think he's a good good choice. You know, you know, we'll see. But he's definitely a, a deep in the cuts type of guy for sure. Right. 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 Yeah, an interesting stat on them. He only allowed 21 catches on 40 passes, which doesn't sound like great, but he didn't right. give up a touchdown. And yeah. His longest reception was 33 yards. I mean, that's something worth looking at. And so I, that's not a bad stat to look at. So yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, you know, but. yeah. And, you know, and, and his overall, his career, he's actually gave up uh, or had uh, nine turnovers, yeah. um, you know, six picks and three forced fumbles. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. If you can, you know, yep. you know, kind of hone that skill a little bit more, man, you get another turnover machine like JC Jackson yep. out there. Holy smokes, dude. That'd be pretty yeah, exactly freaking awesome. Yeah. It'd be great. It's crazy. It's crazy to think. I mean, you never know where these talented guys could come from. I mean, right. we have a lot of, we've had a lot of success of undrafted guys and guys that we have signed that are undrafted dudes that have played well. So and been yeah. premier players. So who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll um, yeah, and he's and he's pretty quick, four five forty, right? That's yeah. pretty damn fast. That's I mean, that's good. way faster than I can run. I can tell you that much right now. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll be uh, pulling a hammy, dude. <laughs> I did pull a hammy. <laughs> you on, did uh, on that uh, that workout day, right on the beach. You remember that, Kyle? Oh yeah, oh, that was right. embarrassing. Yeah, yeah we, we, we were trying to, to gear up and they kind of like uh, you know work out a little bit, warm up yeah. for the uh, uh, what I'm was it? I pulled a hammy right on the beach. Yeah, oh, that was. Uh, cool. I couldn't even do it. It was a scout camp, uh, training camp, and like Madden showed up for like the Chargers, and oh, uh, that's right. And you know, the, the day before, we were like, "All right, let's get some laps in real quick." And then Andy just like totally pulled the hammy, pulled the hammy. <laughs> Couldn't even do it. Couldn't even do it. He's on the IR. No, we'll do. I'm getting old. Yeah, that was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. Uh, that's pretty bad. That's pretty yeah. bad. Guess, yeah. guess it didn't go well with the speed test. So right. you, you sat out on that one. I right, sat yeah. out on all of it pretty much. I, I got to do it though. I got to do it. Yeah. I'll throw my I'll throw my my picture up on the on the screen Ooh. right here. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah man, go. put me in the game, coach. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. Do Let's do this. Let's switch it up. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I'm switching it up. I'll go with the white now. All right, yeah. What we got here, James? What are we thinking? So you know, it's an interesting another tight end that they looked at. It was uh, Armani Rogers from Ohio. Um, yeah. Once it once again, it was an interesting thing that he met with them, uh, with the Chargers on at UCLA's Pro Day, too. So, 
Um, once again, he's a small school, so they didn't have their own pro day, so he had to join some other pro day somewhere. Yeah. Um, cool thing about him, he was a standout from the Shrine Bowl, too. He was actually a quarterback uh, yeah, originally at uh, UNLV and then transferred to Ohio, kind of now switched to tight end after his career there. I mean, his UCLA pro date, 45640, which is pretty fast for a dude that's going to try to be a tight end. See, um, yeah. Crazy. And, and I like a guy like that. Like, to me, yeah. again, if, if, if the conversation's around depth, that yep. guy can do a lot of things, right? Yeah. Like, he has a lot of value. You could plug him in different places. Yep. Hey, try this, try that. You know, uh, you know. He's kind of a Taysom Hill guy, right? You know, he's a guy yeah. who can play tight end and, and play this kind of hybrid type of position. And he, he's obviously athletic, right? And he's a big guy yeah. too. So uh, I think that kind of makes sense. See, again, again, we've talked about this before. This is a depth conversation, right? You know, yeah. I like a guy that can wear many hats and have different places we can plug him into so they can be successful. That makes a big difference. Yeah. Right. I mean, you like to have those X factor type players. Those players yeah, exactly. that can do multiple things. And, you know, yeah. even to say if he is that, Taysom Hill type player, you know, it, you got to think with the connection to Joe Lombardi in the Saints offense when he, where he came from, he knows yeah. that kind of player. And so he, he could figure that how to plug him into our offense. I mean, I'm kind of a big fan of not just keeping everything on, on Herbert and just keeping it one dimensional just with him. Herbert's a fantastic exactly. quarterback, but let's try to find ways to make things a little bit different, yeah. change things up, throw the, sure. throw the defense off a little bit. I think it's a good, good choice. Now, once again, is this a guy a day three pick? Is he an undrafted guy? I have no idea. But as I'm excited to find out too, though. That's the thing, right? This yeah. this whole draft is so I'm so excited to see what we actually go with. Yeah. And 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 how we're gonna, you know, round out the roster moving into this year. I mean, it's exciting. Yeah. So well, it's yeah. gonna be interesting to see, even if all these meetings, if we actually do pick any of these guys up. Yeah. Like right. <laughs> that's like right. yeah. this is all hypothetical players that we're just digging into, thinking like, hey, how can they fit with us? Who yep. knows? Who knows? So, yeah, yeah. Um, Kyle, did you see any other guys out there too that uh, we met with? Yeah, I definitely did. You know, what I was going to say though about uh, Armani Rogers. Um, like, I mean, I feel like it's it's he actually put up some fairly impressive numbers for as a quarterback too. I mean, like I said, I mean, one hundred percent. If we picked him up, he's not going to be quarterback. It's no, yeah, yeah. Let's just be perfectly clear. <laughs> You ain't being yeah. quarterback for the Chargers. I'll tell you that yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, no. but um, I would. It'd be amazing to see some like little like um, fake out plays, or whatever. Trick like plays. That. Yeah. yeah. Do a little yeah. like uh, like a, a freaking backwards pass for him to to kind of open it up or whatever like that, and yeah. he can exactly you know throw it out. Like, why not? You know, like I mean, that'd be pretty awesome. Um, why not? Yeah. So I don't know. You know and actually last option. year, I don't know if you know this or not. Keenan Allen was actually listed as our third uh, quarterback on wow, the list. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. That, that was kind of crazy. Right. So, right. Um, and that was just because, you know, we, we, we just, we didn't, we only brought two quarterbacks. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. yeah. So anyways, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, so, guy. so yeah, so I was going to say uh, Josh Revis was the, you know, to answer yep. James's question, his, uh, yep. he was the guy that actually, um, I actually took a little, piqued a little interest in as well as and looked into him. Um, but he's, uh, you know, and good thing enough too. a uh, PFF actually ranks him on uh, 191 on their big board. Um, yeah. And yeah, so he's a guard for Kansas state wildcats. Uh, and so he's six foot six and 330 pounds. So he's got some good size, 
uh, you know, height and, you know, and girth, I guess. He's very girthy. What's he got, dude? What's he got, baby? And he's yeah. got the thighs and buys, baby. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? He's so he actually put up a lot of good numbers, actually. Like yeah, you know, like, um, yeah. Um, he is he's very well ranked um, according to the PFF's analysis. Actually, like you know, his run block grade is like at eighty one out of a hundred. Pass blocking good. is a seventy one out of a hundred. Yep. Um, his zone and gap is like about seventy eight. Um, yeah. And so he plays. He played um, the left guard um, yep. in college. So he was, you know, up up with the left tackle over there. So he got some good help from like their best uh, side there. Um, so yeah, but obviously, if we picked him up, dude, he's going right. You know, one hundred percent. Like, yeah, that would, that would be a huge for us. You know. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens with that as well, too. I mean, he'll definitely be a later round pick for sure. But it'd be interesting to see even if you were to move Filer over to right tackle. You can move him over to left tackle right next to Rashawn right. Slater on the inside, right? Yeah. So, yeah, again, I think there's going to be – here's the thing, too. I will say this. Again, we're talking about depth. These are people that are not 100% ready to go um, to probably play day one. But at the yeah. end of the day, these are people that are definitely going to want to, like, you know, um, you know, make sure that they can contribute at some point, right? You know, yeah. the, the, like a bit of a work in progress, a Trey Pipkins or a Storm Norton. But um, – yeah, and I think he never missed a game since 2018, which is pretty amazing as well, too. So, I mean, he's yeah. he's got a lot of durability, which is great. Right. And, I mean, the thing is, though, he did play both right and left guard, too. So, you yeah. always want those pieces that could kind of go back and forth. Exactly too. correct. So, and you want to have those kind of players. You don't want a one-dimensional player on your offensive line because injuries are going to happen. It's a 100% chance you're going to get injured in the NFL. So, yep. there you need to have those guys on your team. Um, one thing too, he didn't even allow a sack all last season on 362 pass attempts too. So that's amazing. That's amazing. That's pretty solid for us. I mean, you want a guy like that could be durable and then could actually do his job well. So yep. that's, that's big. That is big. So yeah. Um, good. Mm -hmm. uh, Andy, anybody else that you saw too? I think we met with another, what's it, what's the Apple, Apple yeah. state Jalen Virgil, wide, wide receiver. He's super quick. Um, yeah. Yeah, four three seven. I mean, that's quick. Yeah, um, that's that's fast. And again, I I think we you know again we have Jalen Guyton as kind of our deep threat guy, right? Um, yeah. I, you know, I would kind of argue Mike Williams is that way too. But you know, another guy that could stretch the field is a good thing. Yeah. Um, but I think there's some things. And oh, he also does kickoff returns, which is pretty cool too. So I think he could mm -hmm. be someone that we can keep going. You yeah. know, he, he's an athletic dude. You know, um, but I think you know. Uh, you know, he'll probably yeah. go a little down the, 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 the list. Cause I think there's some, there's some issues with his hands, right? I mean, he's super fast. I mean, just cause you're fast doesn't mean you can catch a football yeah. under pressure. Sure. Right. But, but I think a lot of people are looking at him for his raw talent, you know, yeah. how does that really translate into the NFL? Right. I mean, you know, you look at some people like Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill is ridiculously fast and yeah. he got his hands where they needed to be. Right. You know, he did yeah. not drop the ball. He, you know, he made his plays. Right. So so I think, you know, he could be a good person for us, but again, uh, more depth, which I think is good in the wide receiver, mm -hmm. you know, arena. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it'd be huge for, honestly, this guy would be great. He could be a solid return man. He could potentially Devin Hester type of dude. I mean, yep. three returned uh, kickoffs for return for a touchdown. Yeah, yep. dude. I mean, that's going to make the, the other teams like not kick, full like you know, well they're probably going to kick all the way to the backfield every single time which is yeah right kind of yeah, but punt about. returns though are different right punt punt's yeah, different punt. so 
True. Yeah. yeah well, they, it was kickoff returns for touchdowns. Sure. So yeah. So Got I guess it. that is that is the. Uh, I mean, the one downside because the NFL, like you mean, it's it's always so boring to me when they just kick it all the way to the back of the the end zone. Yeah. But you know, I want I want to see them returns, man. I want to yeah, see man. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the thing that's interesting that I saw the athletic rated him as a four times as an athletic uh, freak. So basically in the last four years, uh, they basically said that he's an athletic freak all yeah. around. So, okay. And yeah. last year he it was fourth overall and he was the top offensive player as an athletic freak too. So the dude's got some sort of athletics that he could add to a team in some manner. Like, how are they sure. going to do that? Like, I would love to say maybe they could mix him up as some sort of Debo Samuel kind of guy. And, yeah. you know, maybe if he just get the ball in his hands, he could just take it to the house, you know? Yep. Who knows? Yeah. Like, true. Yep. who could be, he could be that guy that could just do something like that. I don't know. Right. But, you know, once again, he might be a guy that's an undrafted guy. I mean, there's a lot of speed in this draft. Um, speed doesn't also equate to really good football player too. So. Exactly correct. Yeah. Instincts yeah. are huge. Instincts are yeah. huge. Instincts are huge. Yeah. sure. Yep. Big difference. So, um, you know, one of the guy that kind of popped up too was uh, another a defensive tackle. Actually, after all these guys that we've met with, uh, we haven't met yeah, a def- mm-hmm. defensive tackle. Oddly enough, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Eric Johnson from uh, Missouri State, so six four, two ninety nine, kind of pound, kind of guy. Um, he wasn't invited to the Senior Bowl, but did have a pro day where he ran a four eight six, which is pretty pretty good for a big guy. Um, yeah, and then about twenty bench reps too. So. He's, he's got some strength on him and everything. Um, I mean, he was ranked at 13th overall in the defensive tackle draft. So that really probably will mean in this draft, he'd probably be a, a day three pick of some sort. So, yeah, you know, I'm not really necessarily sure where he'll be at. I mean, obviously we need more defensive tackles. I think we do have some good defensive tackles, but obviously mm-hmm. we need to find some more meat in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Well, so. for depth. <laughs> For depth, yep. 100%, right? And, yeah. you know, there's another guy, uh, Jasur Taylor, from corner, uh, cornerback from Wake Forest. The one thing I kind of like about this guy, he's, he, he ran a 4.39.40, and he's 5.11, so he's pretty tall for a cornerback. Um, did some re- oh. kicking returns, you pretty know. Pretty tall compared to you and me, brother. But that, yeah, for sure. But some yeah, of those receivers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. these guys are great, right? You know, but you know, again, he had a lot of tackles. He was very productive, did a great job. And again, a big part of a big part of um, you know, Brandon Staley's defense on cornerbacks. So why cornerbacks are a premium is that you're usually on an island in Brandon Staley's real defense, right? They're yeah. there to yeah. play man and stop the run if the if the running back comes to him or at least slow the guy down, right? So if you're not tackling well, it doesn't really work out well for for our cornerbacks, right? So, mm-hmm. so yep. they want a bigger guy. So I kind of like this guy a little more than than some of the other ones we've talked about earlier today, just because of his frame, you yeah. know. Um, and he was pretty prolific. I mean, he had six picks and uh, you know a sack, mm-hmm. forced fumble, and a few other little things, right? But yeah. you know, I went to a bigger school too, which I think is cool too. So I don't know. I mean, I think he could be a good guy. He'll probably be, you know, maybe a day three pick as well too. Again, mm-hmm. more depth. Um, you know, and again, right? It's it's all about the system they go into. Are they really the guy? that Brandon Staley wants because he has a lot of assignments each cornerback has to do. Well, if this happens, you got to do this. If this happens, you got to do this. If this happens, you got to do this. So, you know, again, do these guys have that situational awareness? And I think it's a big part of partially even why I think some of the chargers uh, have been writing that, you know, they're not really high on Michael Davis anymore. So uh, who knows, right? That's partially why I think the cornerback conversation is heating up with the chargers. So we'll see how it plays out in the draft. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. 
Yeah, yeah. And the thing that's great about him too, he did play a lot of games in college career too. So he's yeah. got a lot of experience under his belt. I'm a big fan of that. Like it's like with Justin yep. Herbert playing all four seasons at, at Oregon and playing four full seasons. Um, that to me, a guy that comes out in three seasons might not be as prepared as a fourth season right. guy. And right. Herbert could have came out in his third season and been a first round pick and a high first round pick, probably been the first round pick, but didn't do that. He wanted to basically play for another year. So he got an extra year of experience. So big yep. fan of guys that have a lot of experience in college and stick through it. So agreed. I, agreed. Could be a good depth pick for us. So yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, then that is always a, a danger for me too. Like, uh, like when you see like a like a kid like as a junior wanting to get into the pros already, like yep. you know, like I do like to see seniors more than juniors, like uh, for, from the draft or whatever, because there's a little bit more maturity, you know. Like you know, the juniors just probably like I feel like they just they yeah, want to get they're there for they, the money. Yeah, they want to get they want to get, get paid already, you know. Like that, mm -hmm. I mean. Like yeah, obviously, like there there are some players that have done well from junior to draft or whatever, you know. But hey, you know what? That's all good. Yep. Um, yep. Right. right. So uh, another player that I've uh, noticed was a uh, Scott Nelson. Um, he was a safety uh, from out of uh, Wisconsin. Now I guess we could just call him a defensive back because I mean, obviously, yeah. the NFL is going to de determine where you're going to play um, in that position. Exactly um, right. But safety is a uh, is a obviously like if you're playing a safety like you're kind of like an all around guy like you're yep. yeah you know, like you're you're like in high school you were the best player on the ding uh, on the ding defense for sure exactly you're all, you're all up and down that field and you're like you know you're just slaying it bro so like <laughs> um bro 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 what um, is this dude point break dude yeah point break yeah, dude. Hey, What's up, bro? you know what? okay. <laughs> Let's just switch it up again, then. You know. So, oh, there you go. Uh, there, you go. <laughs> there it goes. There it goes. I like that. I like that. Yellow That's is right. good. Yeah, the yellow yeah. is nice, right? Um, but yeah, no, so he's he's got some pretty good uh, numbers as well. He came up a couple times, um, and obviously, big another big division, the Big Ten. Um, so that's actually really good to see because obviously you get a little bit better like uh, players that you're playing right. against, um, yeah. and uh, you know he's he's. Did pretty well in 2020. He he was ranked number eighth with uh, his interceptions, um, and he was actually ranked number seventh in that same year with a return yards on those interceptions. And he actually got a touchdown, um, a pick six in 2021, uh, and only one of three other players that did the same thing. So um, he's got a lot of potential, you know. Like in um, he could actually do really well for us. But again, yeah. I mean. That's just it. Like, I mean, we got uh, Nas, we got freaking yep. Derwin James. Um, I think one, maybe they, they might actually end up doing this. They, like our Chargers, we may, I think we might actually shift one of our cornerbacks or whatever to a safety as well um, yeah. to kind of like, you know, shore up that position because we're definitely heavy with safe uh, cornerbacks right now, I feel like. So. Well, we always play cover two, right, or two high yeah. safety. What, what if what if we want to go cover three? Who's the third safety that's going to step in as well, too, right? And and they're, what 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 part of the field are they going to cover? Right. You know, I, I would assume Derwin James would probably cover the middle of the field, and the other two would cover the other side if we go cover three. But sure. you know, that, that's that's a really interesting conversation. And so, yeah, again, it's depth, right? And that's mm -hmm. kind of the whole point, right? I mean, yeah. how many of these guys are going to play out? But but again, you need talent to be successful. So. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And this, this is a good guy, right? I think, I think, you know, mm -hmm. big school, he did well, very prolific, yeah. you know, yep. pro day was good. 
So, I mean, he's yep. fast. 438. That's pretty dang quick. Yeah, so, that's awesome. That's really good. He's got speed, yep. man. He's got speed. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the thing is, though, he'd probably go into the position where Nas is at, but then we got a Lohi Gilman there, too. And yeah, so, we got Gilman as well. Yeah, yep. that's right. You know, that's right. It, it's kind of like, you know, do we have that position? Also, Mark Webb was one of the guys that we drafted couple yep. of years back was it last year or the year before i'm not sure but when it was exactly but correct there was kind yeah. of a little bit of high talk about him for a while so the thing is though it's kind of once again it's about depth in these guys i mean most yep. of these oh, picks yeah. are just depth dudes um and yep. sometimes they could surprise you so who knows that's but, right um, hey well you know i was gonna say too like you know going back on that topic you know we have like I think like six of our star players are undrafted like players. Exactly correct. Yeah. You know. Right. So yep. like so like yeah I I am not opposed to just having undrafted players, anyways. You know like yeah. So I. Well, I, I mean, think I saw a stat that it was like thirty percent of players in the NFL are undrafted. Right. So that's like a pretty substantial amount of it's huge guys huge. in the league that yeah. are undrafted players in the NFL. That's mm-hmm. I mean that's a good chunk. That's a yeah. good chunk. So right. you got a yep. chance. You just got to make a make a um, um, a decision, or actually, excuse me, make the decision that you're going to mm-hmm. put in as much effort as you possibly can to take take this opportunity as yeah. by the horns, basically. I yep. feel you, and like that's so true. Because like, yeah, like once a player gets that opportunity, that's when their like their motivation just skyrockets. You know, like you yep. know what, I'm gonna go out there and I'm just gonna give it all. You know, because you know what, hey, I ain't got nothing else to lose. You know. You know, I don't know if you guys watched the USFL that happened this weekend. Yeah, so um, I saw a few games. Uh, yep. No, I have not. No. So, and I can't remember the player. <laughs> I can't remember what team it was and what player it was, but the guy apparently got kicked off the team because when he was in line to get food, like their lunches or whatever, they were giving out chicken salad sandwiches, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh man, I wanted pizza. You guys got any pizza?" And he got kicked off the team because of that. I mean, <laughs> see, that's, and that's hilarious. The thing, like, oh, geez. Yo, you don't like chicken salad sandwiches, but you got an opportunity here. Don't be yep. trying to make that like demands of asking for pizza and stuff like that. Oh, like, my gosh, dude, take the opportunity and run with it, man. Yeah, like, dude, exactly. Exactly. What are you doing? Eat your chicken salad sandwich and keep playing, dude. Come on. Yep. Like, <laughs> relax. So Just relax. Yeah, you know, right. Oh, oh, you you want pizza? Well, guess what? Now, now your bank account's gonna hurt because you just got kicked off the team. <laughs> you, baby. you unemployed, suck and get lost. Yeah. No, but, but it does. Billy Madison reference point, right? there, you know. Yeah, that's right. there, there, there's a lot of ways to get back to the NFL now. I mean, I mean, Storm yeah. Norton's a great example. He went to the XFL, right? Yeah. So yeah, you know, yeah. he was XFL. I mean, he's a tall guy, and and he 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 did the most with what he did. I mean, you know, what he's got, yep. right? And so, you know, he will be on the field next year. And yep. uh, it'll be really interesting to see what happens with that. But um, Par- Parham was the same situation yep. too. XFL also. Yeah. XFL. Yep. yep. Exactly. Crazy. Um, Crazy. There's an interesting guy, um, Jay Trey Carter, offensive lineman uh, from Southern University. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of wonder. He'll probably be more like a third day pick, um, a day three pick. I mean, you never know though, right? But he was he was really good from the Senior Bowl. You know, he's a little slower. Obviously, he's a lineman, right? You know, butt and gut, all the above, right? But, um, you know, he's he's another guy that we could bring in, right? Um, You know, I guess he's great at one of the best pass blockers in D1, right? And, again, that's what we need, right? We need a pass blocker, right? And so even if it's like – I mean, make no mistake about it, right? If we remember the statistics from last year, right, you ran on the left side – 
we got what six yards of carry. We ran on the right yep. side. Guess what? We only got three yards of carry. Yep. So they need to even that out a little more and make it less predictable because it was very clear. We ran to the left more often. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's really important to make the line a little bit more, uh, you know, even keeled. So, you know, that, that could be a good option, right? That's obviously pass blocking, but you know, I think he can definitely improve his, uh, you know, his run, run, you know, blocking as well too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he, he was a standout from the senior bowl, solid numbers yep. from the combine. I mean, obviously you're not going to find the fastest dude on O line, but all around had pretty good uh, numbers. I mean, and even a, he, a lot of the scouts basically pulled yeah. the double duty on him after uh, his LSU uh, pro day too. So yep. they were kind of stunned to see what he was doing. So this guy might actually end up being one of those late round gems that just ends yeah. up having a stellar yep. career. Absolutely. Who knows? I mean, these are the guys that fall through the cracks from small schools. Yep. Um, well, you might, yeah. You one one thing to remember guys. too. Remember, remember when Keenan Allen got drafted? He was a third round draft pick. He was going to be a very high first round draft pick. Yep. But remember his injuries? He did not do the combine. He didn't do anything. He slipped way down the list. Right. Yep. Again, there are gems out there, and again, that's where Telesco I think is very good. And I also with Brandon Staley, he will be good at picking those gems. Saying, "No, this guy's good. Here's why. This guy's good. Here's why." Um, and you know, this is one of those guys I think could be a good person, right? Went to a good school, you know, 1200 career snaps. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. He's a workhorse. That guy has been out there a long time. He's, he's been in the trenches, you know, just shucking and jiving, just uppercut, uppercut, boom, boom, you know, whatever. Yep. I don't know why I just said that, but you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, you know what? Shucking and hey, I don't even know what I'm saying. You know what? Two to the body, one to the head. That's right. You know, <laughs> it's not a boxing match, but I don't, I don't know why I was uh, saying that, but you got to be, hey. be rough. Game for sure. Yeah. So you do. Yeah, that's right. Right. Well, and yeah. even to say in the last two seasons, he didn't allow a sack and had only four pressures yep. allowed. I mean, that's killer numbers. Killer. That's yes, exactly. Yeah. To have yep. Something like that. So, I mean, once again, great is the best pla- pass blocker in D1. I mean, that says a lot. I mean, he did come from a smaller school, but once again, small schools do develop good talent. I mean, as an example, yeah. Austin Eckler, I mean, small Got school. Yep. Well, fantastic. And, and again, year. what we're doing, though, is we're, we're, we're splitting hairs, right? Like when, yeah. when you talk about a rank, okay, this guy's maybe faster than this guy. So he's up 10 more ranks than this other guy. This right. guy's a little bit better hands than this guy. So he moves up over this guy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yep. we're yeah. truly splitting hairs at this point, right? And so all of these guys are the best at their school. All yep. of these guys have been the best from high school, moving on up, high, yeah. you know, high picks, high recruits. So it's, it's it, again, I think sometimes it boils down to character and culture. It's one thing Brandon said yep. I did talk about a lot last year. Yeah, They built a team. Now they need to build a championship, and I think they have most of the talent. But I think now they just need the, they need the depth. That's what they need, because yep. injuries do happen, right? They they just happen. So you, you need yep. people to step in and next man up. Yep. Yeah, and I mean it, it, it's going to be interesting to see that all comes around. I mean we need the depth, and yep. they're just building more of that depth because injuries are going to happen. A hundred percent chance it's going to happen oh, yeah. everywhere on the team. Exactly correct. So yep. yep. Um, yeah, we, one were of the guys last year. we didn't get injured too often last year. We did fairly well. I yeah, was surprised. You know, and that's one thing I think Brandon Staley really focused on. Even in the preseason, it was like, these guys are not going to play one snap during the preseason. And he just yep. listed them all. And I, I, you know what? I appreciate that. And if somebody yeah. did get injured during the season, he was very precautionous with him. Joey Bosa sure. did that with one time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bosa got, a, say uh, got Samuel hit in the head or something. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Then he sat him out the rest of the game. Concussion yeah. protocols. Cool. Yeah. You got to take that stuff real seriously, man. Yep, I'm for good sure. with that. 
I'm good yeah. with that. And so make, I mean, it's a long season and you want healthy guys at the right time of the season too. So yes, that's um, very, yep. very true. Playoffs, 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 baby. Playoffs. 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 You want to talk about playoffs? <laughs> playoffs? Playoffs? Well, who else we got here, James? I know, uh, or maybe Kyle, who, who else we got uh, from uh, our, our big offensive tackle from UConn? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, was it Ryan Van Denmark? Um, yeah, so he's another yep. offensive line guy. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he, he was, he's a stud, dude. He's a big, he's a beast. He's like, what, six foot seven? Uh, yeah. You know, 304 pounds. So he might be a little lanky for that size, I guess. You know, like and a little bit, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know how, how big you actually should be at six foot seven because clearly I am not that, <laughs> you know, at all. Yeah, that, so, that's a behemoth of a man, by the way. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's a, gigantic. That's a, that's a huge Like you'd be playing basketball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal over here. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. yeah for real. Totally. For real. Uh, the biggest thing that's he's got a he's got an eighty five inch wingspan, bro. It's like yeah, yeah that's dude. Big. That's Yo. that's a man. He's got some long arms, dude. Holy moly! Yeah, like he's, yeah. he's gonna be able to touch, open up the door from where I'm sitting right now. Dang. <laughs> yep. That's yep. that's the sub right there, dude. Like yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, man. There's a lot of a lot of things you can say about this guy. You know, like I mean, he. Obviously, he didn't get to go to the the Senior Bowl or the Combine, so he's probably not getting a whole lot of press coverage or anything like that, you know. But obviously, you know, people are looking at him. Um, yeah. And, and we met with him, so I mean, hey, yeah, you know, like uh, this, he's definitely going to be like maybe a, a third or fourth. Uh, I don't know, maybe not third or fourth. Not, I'm saying fifth or sixth round pickup or whatever that. But he's he's got a lot of potential, and uh, yep. he could play left or right. Um, and you know, like, and he's, uh, he's got, I don't know. He, he kind of reminds me us of a uh, storm Norton, I would say, um, yeah. And, and his potential, whatever like that, but hopefully, um, he since he's younger and like, he can be developed a little bit more earlier on. Um, well, let's, let's see what he can do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's interesting thing because when I was looking at his upper frame, I felt like it kind of reminded me of Storm Norton, kind of a smaller frame up up top, mm -hmm. which yeah. is a longer body. And right. you know, at the same yeah. side, it, it, being an offensive tackle, it's about footwork and awareness of what the what the yeah. DN or nose tackle or whomever's coming in on you, and understand and read their defense and what they're trying to shift on. And so, right. as long as you got good footwork, you could move with those big long arms and know where each player's at that you're trying to block and such. I mean, that's really what you need. And I felt like with Storm Norton, he would, man, he was just gassed a lot of the time. I mean, yeah. I think he just wasn't athletically yeah, was. there yet. So, um, but with Ryan Van Denmark, I mean, his RAS score, his relative athletic score was placed at 9.45, which is 68 yeah. out of 1,216 offensive tackles <laughs> since 1987. So, hey, I mean, well, he had some good huge. numbers. Yeah, he yeah. had very, very good numbers. So, um, I don't know. You know, it's they have him at the as placed him as the number seven offensive tackle in this class. So who knows, man, this guy could show out. And UConn's gotten some guys since like Travis Jones has been one of the guys that's coming out of there, a defensive tackle, which the Chargers have not met with, or at least we have not seen. So yeah. UConn has been yep. developing some talent out of there of recent. So who knows? Who knows? Yeah, he was also the team captain. Uh, so really good character guy, right? Which is good, right? You need locker that's room huge. guys, right? You need yeah. guys that are going to be you know, again, he's he's almost one of those guys that like you you get him you get him at late rounds. You know, you get him maybe fifth or sixth round. You bring him in, and you got a year or two behind him. 
you know, he could step up and be the guy, uh, right. you know, maybe, you know, after a year or two, or, you know, he might play a couple of games, you know, this season, if we have an injury or two. Right. So, um, you know, again, uh, I think a very good depth pick on the, on the, uh, on the line for sure. So that'd be right. good. Yeah. Well, the one thing I like about it too, is just adding more, uh, competition in between the teams. I mean, right now, like exactly. thinking, what if he outplays Storm Norton? What if he outplays, I mean, Rashawn Slater, that's not going to happen, but you know, yeah. who knows, who knows? Like, I like yeah. to be able to see guys that could come in that are coming with great stats that have had some good success of where they're at in college that could just outplay somebody else. So who knows? Well, not only that, that would also elevate the other person's game up as yep. well, too. Exactly. You know, what, what, what if they were to put Hymas in, you know, on the, on the, uh, on the right side next to Storm Norton, you know, let's hypothetically, you, we don't sign Obushi again, you know, this guy could step in and, and be kind of a day one starter as well too. Yep. But you know, you, you never know. I mean, you, you, never know. It, it's, he's going to make Hymas better and that's yep. a good thing. So, yep. you know, especially with the offensive line, I think, I think rarely, in my opinion, rarely do you get a day one starter in the draft. Right. I mean, there's there's just a few that are always a day one starter. The rest are kind of like, ah, eh, they kind of are down. They're a little more developmental and they're there for depth. And then they kind of eventually move up and, and go from there. So yep. at least that's what I've seen for the most part. I mean, we really got lucky with Ron, Rashawn Slater last year. I mean, that guy was an absolute stud, an absolute steal. Absolutely. I mean, just yep. ridiculous. So we can't expect that to happen again. You know, well, last time we had pick 17, we got Derwin James. It worked out pretty well. So yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty sick. Mm. Who knows? So who knows? Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. Well, so last last guy guy you want to we... give us the last one? Yep. Last one we got here is uh Otito. Oh boy. We're gonna Otito <laughs> Ogbagabonya. Yeah. yeah. Ogbonya? Uh, I'm I'm glad I, I didn't glad I didn't try and say his name. Yeah. I would have yeah. butchered Ogbonya? that one, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, no right. Ooga booga? I don't know. <laughs> um <laughs> Man, Ooga Ooga. man, goodness yeah. oh, well, he's not coming on our podcast ever now. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. You gotta say his name right, dude. You gotta say his name I, right. I, I on, go, go, wait. Actually, I'm hey, gonna I take the Say this guy's name right. Dude, <laughs> I, I think it's Atito Agbania. Agbania, yeah. Let's go. Uh, Otito Agbania. Uh, Agbania. Okay. Okay. That, I don't like that. Yeah. Otito. I like that. Okay. That makes sense. He's another local product, a defense tackle from UCLA. Yep. So, yeah. um, once again, the interesting thing, and to me, the defensive tackle position needs to be, once again, we talk about a butt and gut all the time. And yeah. this guy's a 6'4", 324-pound guy. I mean, that's, that's a lot of meat right there. You know, the, the cool thing, and I was watching some of his videos about him, um, he really does a good job of eluding blockers in the A-gap but does but doesn't really have the best like pass rushing ability so after that he yeah. kind of doesn't really understand what to do from that point because he's kind of a bigger dude too on top of that but yeah. his biggest strength is a bull rush for him so yeah if he could really just push the guy in front of him and just force him to kind of start yeah. creating chaos because you think khalil mack you think joey bosa you think uh, sebastian joseph day in the middle you think of like if one guy could just push the line back as much as you can, what that does is create chaos in the whole line. So exactly correct. If this guy could go in there and just bull rush the dude in front of him, force the line off its line, basically, it's going to be chaos at that point. So could it be a good guy? He's a one-dimensional guy, potentially. I don't know. When is he going to get drafted? Some people are saying maybe fourth round pick kind of thing. So who knows? Um, once again, that's just another guy that they've been looking at local talent again, who knows where we're going to go with them, but 
Yeah, and, and, and it's it's really interesting. When you look at Brandon Staley's defense, the whole point of the defensive tackles is just like you um, discussed there, James, is to create chaos. Yep. You know, you want a guy – that's, again – I know I've said this a hundred times and you guys are probably sick and tired of me talking about Jordan Davis. That's why I like about Jordan Davis. He's constantly double teamed. You have to double team the guy. Yeah. He's yep. so big now yeah. that's in college, but with, he's still so big and so fast, you have to cover the guy. Right. You yeah. know, and if you're just sealing a gap, you're double covered, no matter what, then it's one-on-one for everybody. And Kalu Mack's going to win that, you know, Joey Bosa is going to win that. Right. And you got to remember why was Joey Bosa not, as prolific last year because he was double teamed every rush. Yep, he right. was always double teamed and chipped with the tight end half the time. Right. So yep. again, you get guys that create chaos. It just makes it completely different. And then I like, honestly, I am so excited for this next year. I mean, again, may, maybe to wrap up a little bit, at least some of my general thoughts here is that look, this is all depth. These are all work in progress. These are guys that could come up and just be absolutely amazing. But for the most part, there's one or two little bits and pieces that, that you know, they need NFL coaches to elevate their game yeah. and get them a little bit more NFL ready. Um, yeah. Again, they all have the talent. They all have the success. They've all done very well. But again, and again, people have said this a hundred times over, that college level to the pros is a huge jump, huge yeah. jump. Yeah. So, you know, getting them there uh, sometimes takes time, right? You know, so yep. anyways, that's kind of my last, you know, general thoughts. Yep, that's absolutely. And just to even break down, you know, Jordan Davis just a little further, I heard somebody talking about Albert Hainsworth, how he's kind of similar as a player, big, huge guy that could just fill up the middle and it really demands attention. And Albert yep. Hainsworth, when he, is, when he was with the Titans, was an absolute nasty dude. Now he's, yeah. his length of his career wasn't the greatest, but at the same side, there's that's, you know, he was just kind of a nasty dude that just ended up getting in a lot of trouble kind of thing. So, but yeah, exactly. Correct. You want those guys in the middle to create chaos and that's what creates yep. a better defense all around. So who knows? Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, Jordan Davis could be that guy that could really just put this defensive line to a whole new level. So, um, but, yep. but any last thoughts, Kyle at all? Yeah, man. You know, I was just thinking, um, Bolt up, baby. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Yo, these players uh, might be shining. We need them shades, dude. That's so right, dude. So bright. Yep, exactly right. Some of these, uh, our future is looking so bright. bright. Future's looking bright. We're about to take this league uh, by storm. You know, and AFC uh, best, baby. Go to, go and to the AFC Chargers. Best. AFC best. You got to beat the best to be the best. You know what I'm saying? So, right. um, but yeah, like I mean, all these players actually. They do. They do have some pretty good um, prospects for us. Um, yeah. You know, like I'm. I would not be. You know, like sad that we got any of these guys. Um, I think they're all good. And like, and the big thing for me too is like when it comes to going from college uh, to the pros, just like you were saying, is that like, as long as they're teachable, we can make magic happen with them. You know. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, because like obviously like. Cause that's the biggest thing. Like we've had a lot of duds in, in our, in, in the NFL history, you know, like you look at Ryan leaf, Jamarcus Russell, uh, a couple other players, you know, like who just like basically like get in there. They think they're hot shit, you know, like in like, you know, they start like, you know, getting all that money and then like, you know, like, and then all of a sudden they just come to this completely land on their face. And because you know what, they can't handle it, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's just it. Like, I mean, uh, I saw 
an interview with actually Devontae Wyatt uh, where he was talking about how, like, uh, amazing it was to play with so, so many great defensive players um, at the at Georgia. Um, and it helped him to motivate him to actually be better than what he already was. Yep. Um, sure. and, so, and, and so that's just the, the hope that when these players get into the pros – and now they're playing with, you know, like Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, and, and Sebastian Joseph Day, uh, Derwin James, J.C. Jackson. Dude, I hope Ow. that that gives them, like, the motivation and, like, you know, sees them and their work ethic to, yeah. like, you know, just elevate them even higher than what they they thought they were, you know? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, iron sharpens iron, you know. I, I said that before, but it makes sense, man. You know, you make your players better with the talent around you. If you have a crappy right. team, sometimes talent doesn't get developed in the right way. So that's right. Um, so, yeah, I want to remind you guys too. Once again, we talked about it early on. Uh, we're going to do our live broadcast of the first round um, on the 28th. Um, also, check there. us out. On our socials, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, we're going to be doing kind of small videos uh, about potential first-round picks. Um, so check it all out. So been good to kind of see this happening. We got only a few days till basically the draft, so I'm excited about it. I know us bros are ready for it, so we're excited to see where yeah. it leads with us and what next talent we get to our team to get to the yeah, Super exactly Bowl, baby. Correct. Uh, That's right. <laughs> we, <laughs> but we're going to win it. We're going to win it. We got to win time. it, baby. Yeah, that's um, right. <laughs> once again, my name's James. I'm here with Kyle and Andy, my bros. Thanks for listening, guys. Like, share, comment on our videos. Let's get out of here. Bolt bros, we out. Bolt bros. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Boom. <laughs>